0: How do you grow like a VC-backed company without taking on investors? Do you want to create a lifestyle business, a performance business, or an empire? How do you scale to an exit without losing your freedom? Those are the questions, and this show is the answer. What is up, everybody? This is Ryan Saylor here with the Scale Up Show. We got revenue operating system routine, or what is your revenue routine? What is your revenue routine? Okay, and... This is something, and I was trying to think of like an awesome story to tell you about it. And so I came up with it. Um, Really, it's kind of like if you look at it, if you are a leader, let's say you're in charge of sales, a chief revenue officer, you are a founder, or even if you're a sales rep. There's so many different elements and components to generating revenue at a company even if you're out of marketing too, there's so many different areas that you could focus on that distract you from the ultimate goal of growing the company, right? While also serving your clients at the highest level. I don't I don't want to neglect that. How you serve is just as important as how you sell. So how you serve is just as important as how you sell. And you know, one of the things that I see happening, especially with earlier stage startups, this could be where you know you're between zero to 10 million an ARR, or even if you're 10 million to 30, there's still a lot of things pulling at you where you have to wear multiple hats. And like I said, it could be across any role. If you're a rep and you're full cycle you're from prospecting to account management, if you're a VP and you got mid-market, enterprise, you have a, a wide range, there's a lot of different buckets in account management and CS. Or if you're a founder where you're trying to lead your company into the promised land and prove that there's product market fit with what you do and gradually add on sales folks that will help you scale and move up market in terms of creating consistent, repeatable, scalable revenue. And so why I want to walk you through this is because of all those elements before is, hey, if you look at light, let's look at light. A light can can generate two different things. If it's incandescent light, it's just, it's lighting up the room, right? Just, it, it, it provides you value when it's dark, or if the light is focused, it turns into a laser. It can cut through steel. So think of the difference the same way with revenue is it aligns. If you're scattered and all over the place, yeah, you, you, you might, you might light up the room a little bit and there's progress there. Right. But at the same time, I don't buy you, man or woman, but I want to cut through steel. You know, I want to have that laser focus. So the same light that is just basically allowed for enable you for reading can literally cut through a steel pipe. And so I'll give you an example specifically and I'll get to the point. So let's look at it. And if let, let's take the early stage, so let's say you're in that zero to 10 million range, or even it could even be 10 to 20. You don't have tons of resources, you have a team or you're running things by yourself. If you look at it, there's the demand gen or the prospecting there's, if you look at all the elements of of what creates revenue, right, there's the demand and that's, that can be created from marketing or that could be created from sales if it's an outbound effort. So that's one aspect. Then you have the actual sales process. So if you're the founder and you're, you're leading sales, then you're going to be actually doing this work. So you'll, and even if you're a VP and, and you have it or a leader, you'll have elements of this where you actually have to spend time in process, face-to-face with customer meetings, right? So that's in-meeting execution. So you got prospecting, which is either outbound or demand gen. Then you got time and process. Then you have what I call strategy, which is often ignored. And that's how do you increase the speed of the cycle? How, and these are for individual deals, right? Like strategy and deal management. How do you get to the higher level that you need to for authority? How do you create faster progress in the account? What's your relationship strategy in terms of connecting with multiple stakeholders and developing those relationships? Okay. And so those are like the three core buckets to start. Then after that, so you're going to want to look at, let's say for, for prospecting, and I want you to write this down. This is good stuff. So prospecting, let's say you dedicate three hours if if you are a founder and you're you're still building up your company. Um, to a prospecting, or you know, maybe it's looking at demand gen or creating outbound. Let's say you you look at you spend three hours, and you're you're also looking at targeting responsiveness, which is size, situation, and struggle. So when you're newer in the game and you're going through this, you're going to get different responsiveness from different revenue levels. You're going to get different responsiveness from different situations, and you're going to get different responsiveness based on the struggle. It's it's important that you're hyper attentive. Listen to me. I'm grabbing you. Like, listen to me. This is really, really important. Hyper attentive to this because once you develop your targeting, it becomes super simple. I think I'm going to do a whole up, a separate episode on this actually because it's it's that important. I have people that think they could set it and forget it with their targeting and then it couldn't be further from the truth. So, so that's prospecting. So you got your size, situation, and struggle, and you spend time every week with that. Now... That could be executing, but also it could be evaluating, right? Then you look at time and process. We talked about the in-meeting execution. And so that's looking at, you know, um, how do I present the idea better? How do I tell a better story? How do I connect, more importantly, with the the most difficult challenges that they're trying to overcome? And then when you're executing on the strategy, which I mentioned is like speed, level, progress, relationship strategy, Once again, how much time do you have allocated a week consistently? Okay. So you got your prospecting, a dedicated amount of time allocated for that, or evaluating that. You got time and process. Okay. What are your target days for that? Going off that, the episode that I I posted some time back on focus, where you batch your days, just like Jack Dorsey from Twitter does, a lot of other very, very successful. How do you categorize or batch your focus in terms of in customer meetings? Might be a couple days a week where you dedicate your time to that. And then last but not least is what I call the refinement. Okay. And so this is looking at everything that we just talked about collectively across the demand gen, the sales process, the conversion percentage, the speed, the pipeline by stage, and constantly evaluate it by stage, by size, by revenue, in the strategy, and find out and look at the metrics on how you can improve those. And so what will happen is a lot of people look at it and try and approach it as a symptom. How do I solve the symptom? For example, our close rates are terrible. You know, how do I solve the close rates, right? Like on average, I think from first meeting to close, like you're doing pretty good if you're closing 12%, maybe 14% in that area. Let's say you're at like three. A lot of people will automatically look at it as a symptom symptom. For a symptom solution. Okay. Our last meeting's terrible. And so that's why we're, we're not closing well. Whereas the real issue might be more around your targeting or something earlier in the process or because the speed of the cycle takes a really long time. Because just like anything, there's momentum and then there's inertia. If, you, if you've got an opportunity of momentum, you're in great shape. If it's in inertia, it slows it down sometimes to a stop, which kills the close rate. So... <clears throat> If you're looking at this consistently, and you're looking at how can I fine tune this, how can I make these improvements, and and really sitting down and looking at the metrics, an hour, maybe two hours a week, so an hour, two hours in strategy, an hour, two hours, actually let's just do simple, an hour in strategy, an hour on refinement, an hour on demand or prospecting, and your in-process time is probably gonna be the longest if you're earlier involved, because you're gonna need to help close those deals. So I would batch those in a day. So by effectively attributing maybe three to five hours on the prospecting, on the strategy, and on the evaluation of improvement or optimization, and then on top of it, time for customer-customer meetings, by doing that and setting something up consistently so you have that engine, you'll have the operating system to truly, truly create a sales process and a sales motion, a sales strategy, a sales execution, that constantly improves. And when it constantly improves, you know what's beautiful that happens? As that improves, you need to spend less time on it. You can be more effective. You can get deals that are they're twice as big with half the amount of time and half the amount of effort. And if you could do that, then you could spend more time on your product. You could spend more time on hiring. You could spend more time on leadership. And it's transformative to an organization. So I know this is hyper, hyper simple. For some others, this might be like, oh wow, that's mind blowing. But in reality, what I'm trying to do is just lock down what your revenue routine is for the week, factoring in strategy, factoring demand, factoring in sales process, execution, and optimization. So super happy to check this out. This was a quick one. Wanted to drop some tactical takedowns for you. So if you liked it, enjoyed it, please rate and review the show. Would really, really mean a lot to me. Share it on social or just, hey, tell a friend. Hey, this Ryan guy's not so bad. He does some good stuff. He put some good good, good content out there. And um, last but not least, if you want to hear something, just reply to my weekly email that I send out. I love your feedback. I love you. I appreciate you. And thanks for being here with me on the show. Thank you for checking out The Scale Up Show.